Hello, and welcome back to another Preston Perspective. My name's Preston. Thank you guys so much for jumping on. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. I'm excited to share some thoughts or some perspectives with you today from the scripture in the New Testament, the book of Mark, Mark chapter 4, verses 35 to 41. Now, I know we've talked about family and family dynamics and kind of where I fall in that line in the past, but if you haven't heard one of those episodes, or maybe this is one of your first perspectives, I'm a little brother and I'm a big brother. So I know what it feels like to be both, you know, picked on, made fun of, but also protected. There was a point in high school that I got the typical big brother responsibility. I could drive and my little sister couldn't. So guess who got to give her rides? That's right, me. But it wasn't like a here or there thing, but it was like an every Wednesday night thing. My sister and I were both in the worship band at church, and I drove us to practice every Wednesday. Now, at this particular time, my personal life wasn't all chocolate and roses. Three days earlier on a Sunday morning, I get in my car to drive to church, and I notice my glove box is open. There's papers everywhere. And then I look and my middle console is missing. My radio has been taken. Someone broke into my car and stole my stereo and the head unit out of the glove box. So I was feeling pretty bummed leading up to that Wednesday night. Well, Wednesday night rolls around and it's a theme night at our youth group at church. And our theme is geek. And so suspenders, slick back hair, glasses with the lens uh, popped out pins in my pocket, sisters in, you know, pigtails. We got high socks on. And my sister and I, we're just driving and having a conversation. We're listening to music off of my flip phone road. The highway's not super busy. Uh, There's a car that's in front of us, but is like far in front of us. No big deal. And so as we're talking, I turn to have a conversation with her to acknowledge her. And uh, then she suddenly screams my name. And I turn my head back and I see these bright brake lights and I try to get my car out of the way and it doesn't work. And I just clip the other car. I smack it. It sends it into the grass off of the highway and my car comes to a stop and it stalls and the airbags go off. And I don't know if you've ever been in a car accident, but I'm sure you've seen one. And it seems traffic goes slow, but if you're the one in the crash, It seems like the cars are not slowing down at all in the other lane. And I have all these thoughts in my mind. I can't believe this has happened. Is my sister okay? What are my parents going to say? Oh, man, they're not going to be that happy. We're going to be late for practice. You know what? Actually, we're probably going to miss church, and we're going to let down the band. We're going to let down the youth pastor. We're not going to make it. My neck kind of hurts. I was mad. I was upset. My car gets broken into, I get robbed, my car crashes, and on top of that, the person I'm in charge of protecting gets hurt. It felt like my world was spinning. It felt like one thing after another, and I was just stuck in this storm, and that I was sinking, that I was drowning. Have you ever felt this way? You just have a week of bad events, things just don't go the right way, and You feel confused, disoriented, or you just simply have so many choices to make and things to do that you feel like you're sinking. 
Maybe you're wondering, how can I save myself from sinking, from drowning, from the pressure, from the stress, from the sadness? Well, the disciples thought the same question about sinking in a storm they found themselves in our reading today of Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. It says, as evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up, high waves were breaking into the boat, and it began to fill with water. So when the storms of life threaten to sink your ship, what should you do? Well, let's talk a little bit about this location and this scenario that the disciples found themselves. Traveling in a boat was not something new to Jesus and his disciples. After all, some of the disciples were fishermen. Some scholars believe that Jesus was already in the boat anchored preaching, and if he was to return to the shore, he would have been hounded by the crowd. So his only break was to cross to the other side. The disciples were in the boat with him during his teaching, and Jesus had been teaching all day and needed to rest. So when he suggested traveling to the other side, the disciples had no worries. You see, historically, usually what happens is, yeah, there's storms on the Sea of Galilee, but like in the morning and in the afternoon, not in the evening. However, we can see from our text, chapter 4, verse 35, as evening came. It was evening. There was no sign of a storm when they first set sail, but then all of a sudden, boom, there was a storm. I'm originally from Nebraska, and in Nebraska, you see a fair share of storms, thunderstorms, snowstorms. We get all the seasons in Nebraska. The storms that cause the most damage and, and cause people to worry are the storms that bring tornadoes. Tornadoes destroy anything and everything in their path. In one of my favorite movies of all time, Wizard of Oz, a tornado takes Dorothy to the wonderful land of Oz. But before that, she tries to get into a storm cellar. She tries to run somewhere for help, for safety, for cover. In Nebraska, you do the same thing. Storm cellars or basements are a place of safety when the storms arise. So let me ask you this question, something for you to just think about. When you do find yourself in a storm of sadness, pr pressure, stress, one thing happening after another, when you find yourself in a storm, where do you run to? Who do you run to? Problems occur in every area of life. The disciples needed rest too, but they encountered a terrible storm. The Christian life may have more stormy weather than calm seas. It is not just smooth sailing. The very important thing you see here in Mark chapter 4 is the disciples only found themselves on the boat and in a storm because they were following Jesus in the first place. Following Jesus is not always easy. Following Jesus doesn't mean you're never going to face a storm. The disciples faced this storm because they were following Jesus. But because they were following Jesus and in his will, they were able to see Jesus do miracles and the impossible, which we're about to read. As Christ followers, we must be prepared for the storms that surely will surely come. 
We must not give in to stress, but stay resilient, recover from setbacks. With faith in Christ, we can pray, trust, and move ahead. When a storm approaches, we can praise God. When the storms of life threaten to sink your ship, run to Jesus. Which brings me to my other thought, my other perspective. Remember who is in your boat. Remember who's in your boat. Verse 38. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Silence, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other. Even the wind and the waves obey him. Remember who is in your boat. Jesus abruptly awakened from a deep sleep, arose, and without speaking to the disciples, spoke instead to the elements. Quiet, be still. And the wind stopped. The New Living Translation uh, says that Jesus said, quiet down. That wasn't normal. The disciples were shocked at the power of their teacher to speak and control the ocean waves. Even though the disciples had seen Jesus do incredible miracles, they hadn't taken their knowledge of his power and applied it to other places. Yeah, of course he can heal the sick, and driving out demons is totally normal, but nature, controlling a storm, that's different. In this, Jesus showed his power not only over disease, but his power over nature. Boom. Period. Stamp it. This reminds me of another one of my favorite movies. A movie that with it playing, I can quote, and I'm talking about the OG original Space Jam. The Looney Tunes are faced with their own kind of storm, known as the Monstars. These tiny aliens want to make them slaves, but first they have to beat the tunes in a basketball game. Well, the tiny aliens cheat and grow big and huge and get all these skills from the NBA. So Bugs Bunny is the one who says, and I quote, um, I think we might need a little bit of help. That help comes in the form of Michael Jordan. And with his help, the Looney Tunes are able to face their problem, their storm, and win, or are able to overcome. You see, they realized they couldn't handle it on their own and they needed help. The disciples also realized they needed help and they went and woke up Jesus. There is often a stormy area of our human nature where we feel Jesus can't or won't work. When we truly understand who the Lord is, we realize that he controls both the storms of nature and the storms of a troubled heart. The disciples panicked because the storm threatened to destroy them. Waves were hit in the boat. Water was coming into the boat. They were afraid of sinking and drowning. They wanted to be safe. They were facing a physical storm. But storms come in some other forms. Maybe you feel like your life right now is caught up in a mighty storm of some kind. Perhaps you have a big decision to make, like plans after high school or even plans after college or taking a new job opportunity, saying yes to a promotion, right? Signing up and trying out for a new club at school, a new sport. 
Maybe there's something going on in your family life. I have no idea what your storm might be and what you might be dealing with. But I do know what Jesus says in Matthew 11. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Sometimes like the disciples, we underestimate the Lord's power to handle the crisis in our lives. Seeing this incredible power should strengthen our faith in the Lord. Just as he has the power to calm the stormy seas, he has the power to calm the storms of your life. Whatever your difficulty, you have two options. You can worry and assume Jesus doesn't care, or you can resist fear and put your trust in him. Remember who is in your boat. Perhaps all your friends have their future planned after school. They know what college they're going to. They know what job they're going to get. Some have probably even chosen to join the military. And you're sitting there listening to this perspective, still trying to decide on your next step. And you're feeling stressed out, pulled down. You have the pressure from teacher, parents, friends. Hey, go to college with me. Make up your mind. Asking you, do you have a plan yet? You might be feeling a little lost, like you're sinking. Just don't forget. When the storms of life threaten to sink your ship, remember who is in your boat. Maybe you are riding some turbulent waves at work right now. You're not sure if you're going to have a job in a couple of weeks. Pray about it. Remember who's in your boat. Maybe you're in an argument with your spouse right now, and maybe it's been a really tough one. Maybe it's been a, a fight for the ages. Pray over that. Pray over your next conversation. Pray over each other. Pray for each other and remember who's in your boat. Maybe something stressful is happening at school. You're stressing out about a test coming up. Pray about it and remember who is in your boat. When you are sad, when you are stressed out, when you feel like you are sinking, when you are drowning, when you are nervous, remember who is in your boat. Well, there it is. There's my perspective, my thoughts on Mark 4, 35 to 41. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. I hope you have a great day, an awesome week. Remember who is in your boat. <music>